Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Parkinson's Recovery, the place where you can always come to be able to find resources, support, and information to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. I want to encourage everyone listening to my program today to also listen to my program from last week that is entitled Cataracts and Parkinson's, and I want to tell you the reason why. The program constitutes an interview with Jennifer Jones, who represents a company that makes a natural eye drop that actually reverses cataracts. I've been looking for something like this for actually quite a while, and here's the reason. My uncle Gordon recently died, and I attended his funeral in Wyoming just this last spring. About 18 years ago, Gordon uh, was beginning to confront significant problems with his eyes. He loved to read. He was a uh, college president. He loved to play tennis. And both of those were uh, seriously challenged by uh, cataracts that were making it more and more difficult uh, for him to be able to read as well as play tennis. Gordon elected to have cataract surgery, which, of course, is uh, an option that many people choose. But the bad outcome of that choice was that one of his eyes wound up having so many complications that he literally lost his ability to see in that eye. And he also had significant double vision uh, complications. So he was unable to read, and he was really unable to play tennis thereafter. Now, several years later, he developed the symptom of Parkinson's. And I really uh, believe that if uh, the cataract surgery had not been so traumatic and such an awful impact on his life uh, that he'd be alive today still playing tennis and reading and doing all of the wonderful things that he did throughout his wonderful life. So, Please, if you're having difficulty with sight, with being able to see, regardless of what the issue is, there's a natural antioxidant that's been developed and researched thoroughly. It's actually uh, a development out of Russia, but a doctor there has done study after study, uh, all controlled in the proper and correct ways. And uh, we also now uh, know, at least I know from uh, extensive investigation, that uh, this particular product from uh, the original company uh, is able to really uh, do wonders for individuals who are at that point of contemplating whether or not they need to have cataract surgery. So basically it's an alternative to cataract surgery, and these particular drops are also drops that can uh, help individuals who have other eye problems as well. So tired eyes, double vision, basically it's an antioxidant. Uh, and so what happens is the eye is able to heal itself, which of course is uh, the foundation principle of what Parkinson's recovery is all about, helping the body be able to heal itself. So if you're a person who is having challenges with vision, and uh, for example, if you're worrying about whether or not you're going to be able to keep your driver's license because your uh, vision test is uh, more and more problematic, then please uh, listen to my radio program from last week. It's entitled Cataract and Parkinson's, but it actually has to do with uh, all types of vision uh, problems. Today, I have a very special guest, an individual who um, has early onset Parkinson's, Holly Hughes, and Holly has been able to find a number of therapies that are giving her profound relief from her symptoms. 
Uh, we now turn to my previously recorded interview with Holly Hughes. This is Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery, and I am interviewing today Holly Hughes from Chicago, Illinois. Holly is a certified yoga instructor and a wellness coach. Holly, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Now, I understand, because we've had an opportunity to talk uh, before this interview, that you've got a rather interesting story to tell. Indeed, I do. It's been quite a journey recently. So tell us. Well, um, number one, I would just like to, to say that the Parkinson's piece in and of itself has really been interesting for me. Uh, last fall I was diagnosed with early onset Parkinson's disease, and even how I was diagnosed is quite interesting. About uh, two and a half years ago I had left Chicago uh, with intention of, of creating a new business there and kind of shifted into a coaching and personal effectiveness path. And at that time, um, my business here was really up in the air, and we were just at the beginning of the recession. And I really found a purpose there of searching for my passion as a as a 30-something-year-old single mom, saying, okay, what am I really doing with my life? And so I spent the last two and a half years uh, doing wellness coaching and becoming a life coach and certifying myself in uh, expressive yoga dance and sacred dance and sound therapy. And... It was such an incredible journey, and toward the end of that, most recently here this fall, I was actually calling on naturopathic physicians for a product line that I is the only product line that I endorse as part of Core Health, and m- more than once I had doctors ask me had I been tested for Parkinson's, and I found it quite peculiar when I'm walking into an office to uh, talk to them about probiotics and Chinese herbs that have never been brought to the United States that they asked me about Parkinson's disease. And as it turns out, I finally uh, asked uh, one of the wives who was sitting there next to her husband who was the doctor, I said, why is he asking me that? And she said, I can see your tremor. She could actually see the tremor in just my right side. It was very slight, but because of holding paper, and she could see my earring shaking she said, you really should should be tested for Parkinson's disease. And tears came to my eyes because I had only had the worst experience of that, um, you know, watching my grandfather uh, shake while we were playing cards and not really understanding at that early time in my youth what that meant. But I remember that even through all of this um, work that I do uh, psychologically and, and, and mindset, that it still was very much a shock just to have her say, you should be tested. And um, subsequently, I did do some kinesiology testing and blood work and MRIs and CAT scans, and, and uh, it is conclusive that I have been diagnosed with young-onset Parkinson's disease. Huh. So the test ruled out other possible causal explanations, and uh, what was left was Parkinson's. Um, basically, that's true. Uh, I know that there there are a lot of doctors who would like to do a ton more tests. <laughs> right. um, and I actually work with some intuitive therapists, and I do Reiki healing and cranial sacral healing. And so where there was some doubt about what it might be, I actually relied on some of my intuitive healers 
and they have, you know, said, yeah, as a matter of fact, that that is what it relates to the brain waves and the the tremors so far. So unfortunately, it's my understanding, you know, I'm very new to this scene, that there's really no conclusive test for Parkinson's disease, and unfortunately, a lot of times, doctors will, uh, neurologists traditionally will, will, you know, diagnose an essential tremor for years before they actually say, hey, this is what you have. Because of the work that I do and because of the specialty that I do um, with intuitive energy healing and, and, and experiencing auras and emotions and energies, I am, um, you know, I'm working under the premise that I have Parkinson's disease, and, and, and I understand that there will be some uh, controversy over that actual diagnosis <laughs> in certain arenas. <laughs> the dominant symptom is uh, tremor on the right side? Tremor on my right side, and I also have uh, some, some delay. So I'll, I'll notice that I, that I think I'm, I'm moving and I'm not um, sporadically. So I think that that was when it became really apparent to me, such as buttoning. I would think I'm buttoning my shirt, but I'm seeing, hey, my hand's not really moving yet. And it was kind of like a 30-second delay. It was kind of like being in the twilight zone. How long ago has all of this come down then? Well, I started noticing uh, the the delay while I was really getting into guided meditation last summer. So, or, you know, April, May, June. And by August, I had started to see the tremor in my hand, but I really blew it off as stress. I, I was in a very stressful situation of transitioning careers and building new clients and doing some heavy emotional work in, uh, in my life. And I've been chronically stressed as a business owner for 12 years. <laughs> and so truly, I, I wrote that off. And it was it was not until uh, the physician actually brought it to my attention that I started taking note of when is it, when is it happening, is it consistent, is it really all the time. And that's when I noticed that it, it really was very much just, it was always there. And so I'm to the point now where I can, I, I notice it, I feel it more from like almost inside my bones. So it's it's quite interesting to experience that, and quite frankly, I've been ecstatic since I actually embraced the diagnosis and kind of went full force. Because just like what I just explained to you, I had people telling me this from July, August, September, October, November, December, saying, "Well, you may have it, you may not. You may have it, you may not." And I finally just decided, based on the evidence that I had, the most conclusive evidence that I've had is the registry of dopamine is my level of dopamine is in the 50s and from my understanding what that basically means is that yeah there's a lot of things that could cause that dopamine not to be there um, but because of the combination of dopamine and serotonin and some other tests that um, they did it was basically a clinical diagnosis yes let's treat this as Parkinson's and see what I can do so since embracing that I have really jumped into alternative therapies that have shifted my physical experience of not only the tremors, but of the fatigue and, um, you know, along with that delay is sort of this, this uh, stiffness. And I'm doing yoga every day at that time, uh, teaching, and so it was very noticeable for me that things weren't flowing the way that I, my brain thought they were. How interesting. 
So you aggressively embraced alternative therapies. Tell us more about what you pursued. Absolutely. Um, first and foremost, really got committed to deep meditation. So I have um, experienced guided meditation. It was part of my training for yoga class, and we do you know a few minutes before and after class. But I really stepped into my own deep guided meditation to let myself peacefully rest and just let go. I dove in deeply to what was already working for me. I had experienced uh, group meditation and guided meditation, which was actually my window to experiencing stress relief. And in that, of course, it's become a spiritual journey for me. And by spiritual, I simply mean that it has allowed me to embrace a much bigger sense of oneness and it's also allowed me to be in circles of people who hold different things sacred and so that's kind of opened up my eyes to the peace and the oneness that brings that solitude during meditation and because I had experienced that I had also um, dabbled in some workshops for sound therapy so for me what that meant was working with tuning forks and it's a simple tuning fork that has different registries of, of intonations and they are strategically placed on uh, points of your body, uh, meridians, uh, they're sometimes referred to, or possibly acupuncture points or acupressure points. I don't know a lot of science behind it, I just know my experience of it. <laughs> and, and in doing this with, with therapists who have been doing this a long time, they would facilitate um, a release of my emotions and a release of history and a release of an experience of myself, whatever the case, whatever is causing me stress at that moment. And what I found is that it's so true that a lot of times we're chronically stressed and we really don't draw the conclusion of why or how or what else that's creating in our life, and I was able to let that go through sound therapy. So those sessions are very well-known and, and uh, very widely used as alternative therapies for many uh, different uh, disease in the body. But ultimately, I was working with a wonderful uh, woman in Las Vegas named Regina Murphy, and she has uh, been doing sound therapy for quite some time, and she actually uh, introduced me to vibroacoustic therapy. And so this is the same premise of sound therapy, but it's bringing in frequencies with certain tones of music that also vibrate through your body at the same time. So the outfit is very simple. You sit on a what is a, a seemingly innocent lounge chair, but it's a gorgeous cushion with some transducers that are placed strategically at your chakra points in your body. And this music is designed by um, experts in the field. Uh, I'm working right now with Dr. Suzanne Jonas, who, is, who brings in the frequencies uh, with David's music. And what that creates is an actual release because the frequencies come in your right ear at one rate, your left ear at a different rate. And in the middle, your brain makes up a beat. And that beat is called the binaural beat. And so it's actually stimulating activity in the brain that would otherwise never be stimulated either visually or orally uh, as we hear sound in the real world. And my experience with that 
therapy has been absolutely incredible. As a matter of fact, the very first day that I sat on that vibroacoustic bed, it, I only sat on it for about 30 seconds, and I could immediately feel the shift in my energy and, and the vibration. And since I have been doing it religiously now, I make sure that I'm on it every third day. I uh, try to do it at least every day. But I cannot visibly see the tremors in my hand. If I go three days, I can start to feel it in my body like I was describing. I can kind of feel it in my bones, and then I'll go do an hour session. And right now I'm working specifically with a CD created for Parkinson's patients, um, by uh, Dr. Suzanne Jonas, and because of working with that CD specifically, um, it's been an incredible difference for the last few weeks. Oh, my goodness. So I feel like I've, I've kind of uh, found the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, uh, I interviewed Dr. Suzanne Jonas on the radio program about three or four weeks ago. And she explained uh, a lot of the uh, truly innovative and groundbreaking work that she's doing with uh, sound therapy. Uh, many, many people from the Parkinson's recovery community, community have actually volunteered to participate in a study that she's doing using these uh, sound CDs. And uh, Suzanne Jonas is also going to be coming on the Parkinson's recovery cruise to Alaska. So all oh, of the wonderful. people, all the people coming on the cruise are going to have a chance to uh, meet her. She's going to explain the theory behind what she does because she's a uh, an educator, and um, she's going to also, for people who are interested, make uh, CDs for them personally. So this one of the CDs you've been listening to was specifically custom designed for you. Is that right? Well, it's specifically custom designed for Parkinson's disease. So what that means is that it activates the parts of the brain that actually increase and stimulate the dopamine in your brain or stimulate the pieces that are missing. So it's, it's specifically for Parkinson's disease. I just happened to be one of the people who, who was introduced to Suzanne uh, during the time that she was creating it, and so I had it. And, you know, and in, I'd already been introduced to the vibroacoustic bed uh, lounge system, so it, it's just uh, a, an amazing marriage between the two. So I've actually found the, the vibroacoustic technology before I actually met Suzanne, who creates the content in collaboration with several other artists who are familiar. We'll be right back with this quite fascinating discovery by Holly Hughes, who's uh, figured out a way to get incredible relief from uh, the tremor that she's been experiencing here for, for the last year. We'll be right back. I'm Robert Rogers. This is Parkinson's Recovery, and you are listening to my interview with Holly Hughes. Many of you may be wondering uh, whether or not it's actually possible to be able to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's, just as Holly Hughes is uh, discussing in this interview and as many of the individuals that I interview uh, talk about. So you may be wondering, well, am I making all of this up? Is this all real? And so we offer in the flesh live uh, jumpstart to wellness events. They're two and one half day events and our next event will be March the 26th and March the 27th on Vancouver Island in Canada which is God's country. This is the most beautiful part I think of the world you could ever imagine. So we'll be there in full force and what you can do is when you come you're going to meet other people who are also on the road to recovery. So 
if you have any doubt whether or not it's possible to be able to get sustained relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's, you'll be meeting other people who will give you their stories about what they are doing. And I can assure you that you will be convinced that, yes, indeed, there are many, many possibilities for what you can do to be able to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. And uh, we'll do, during Jumpstart to Wellness, many, many different activities. It's experiential. We do not talk at you. We literally provide you with self-help tools, tools you can use every day that will make a profound influence on your ability to see continued relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. So if you'd like more information, come to the main website, which of course is parkinsonsrecovery.com, and you'll be able to see a description of the Vancouver Island event on March the 26th and 27th, or of course you can always email me, robert at Parkinson's Recovery, all one word, dot com. On that main website, you can also sign up, of course, for the free newsletter, and you'll find a plethora of other types of services and activities that Parkinson's Recovery sponsors, ways to track your symptoms, stories from people who are on the road to recovery, chat rooms, and all sorts of support services uh, that you can visit every day, and you'll be able to be convinced in short order that, yes, there are many people out there in the universe who have figured out ways that give them incredible relief from the symptoms that they are experiencing. Now back to my interview with Holly Hughes. So Holly, you mentioned uh, tuning forks uh, were used on you, and you got some considerable relief from that. That's a form of sound therapy. Can you tell people a little bit more about what that's all about? Yes, absolutely. Um, anybody who's familiar with music maybe has seen a tuning fork before. It looks exactly like that, a tine. It has a long handle and then a, a U-shape, and they are made of uh, solid metal. I'm sure there's a specific metal that they're, they're made of, and it basically carries a certain tone. Many um, the channels that I use is called an ohm, and what that means is that how it vibrates and the sound that resonates caters to a specific frequency. So it's sort of like how you buy an instrument and you might buy it in an A or an F or a G, and you can buy tuning fork sets like that. So it would go small to large tuning forks. And they're shaped in such a way that there's a little point at the bottom, and that's the point that you press on the body in strategic places, similar to how an acupuncturist would place a needle in your skin or several needles in your body at certain points, depending on what your condition is. And so sound therapists are trained, and like I said, I've dabbled in it, so I know what works for me. I do a lot of work on my collarbone. That is a release for stress of the heart. I happen to be a very compassionate person who carries the weight of the world with me, and I'm a, I'm a third-born child, so I'm a relationship child. And so when I place this tuning fork in my collarbones, and then you just lightly um, tap it, you can use the, the palm of your hand or the side of your hand or, or another instrument, whatever is uh, peaceful for you and kind of resonates with your energy. You know, it takes a little while to learn, uh, similar to any type of therapy that you get into, that you want to find what's comfortable for you. And I guess that's why I've been blessed to be in a circle of amazing experts who've been doing it for many years because I've always stepped into a healing center or somebody's private session 
and they've known exactly um, what to do where, and I've just duplicated that when I've gone out of their office. How interesting. You also mentioned uh, getting incredible uh, relief uh, using this vibroacoustic um, material. Can you tell us more about exactly how that works, what it is, and how you use it? I sure can. As a matter of fact, when I uh, experienced this in Regina's office in Las Vegas, it became very clear to me that I would be doing this in Chicago. So um, it's a very simple setup. Uh, the mattress uh, is about the size of a massage table, but it's a little bit lower to the ground. It's in a, it's in, in a nice um, zero-gravity position on a simple cot. And it's a very thick mattress. It's about six to eight inches of foam, and these speakers are inside of it. And so it's literally just you sit down like you're sitting down on a soft, comfortable piece of furniture. And at the top of it, there are two uh, plugs where the amplifier plugs in to the mattress. And that amplifier has the uh, power to then send the music based on the CD and what's on the CD through the mattress. So literally, if somebody comes into my office, now many people are not coming in for a condition, by the way. Some people are just working at the Board of Trade that's three blocks away and say, oh, my God, i got to rest, and I don't know how to relax. And slow down. <laughs> right. So it's wonderful because what this provides and, and a niche that I've been really craving to fill is to be that layman's healer, that I can have somebody walk in and there's no disrobing, there's no pre, there's no anything. You just walk in and, and I say, would you like 20 minutes or 30 minutes or 60 minutes? And they let me know how long they want and I can kind of feel for their energy and they lay down, they put these blind out glasses on and I turn on the CD. And it truly is that simple. So you put on the big headphones on your head, you black out with the sunglasses and I put a light blanket over you and you just sit there and you relax for the time of your session. And what's interesting is that many people, some people will go to sleep, which is natural in a massage setting or Reiki session. People who've done some um, body work uh, probably have that experience. But this is a therapy because it is deeply cellular and working within your nervous system and within your body system that it's fine that you go to sleep because it's still going to do what it's doing. It's talking to your brain. It's talking to your body. It's shifting your energy. It's raising your vibration or in some cases lowering it. So depending on what track of music you listen to, it's going to uh, stimulate either theta, delta, alpha, or beta waves in your brain. And the science behind the music is readily available for therapists like myself so that I'm very clear. If you come in and tell me um, you'd like to listen to a depression CD, I'm going to put something on that is stimulating that part of your brain. If you come and tell me a Parkinson's disease, I know to put on Suzanne's CD. So by telling me what condition, and if somebody just says, I want to relax, same thing. We put on a, a Waterworld CD and you relax and it just deeply relaxes and stimulates pieces of your um, being that wouldn't otherwise experience relaxation in unison. How fascinating. How often then do you get on this uh, vibroacoustic uh, uh, lounge? And, uh, well, I'll tell it? you what. It's a good thing I'm busy building my business or I might not get off of it. <laughs> It's, it's, it's pretty gorgeous. It's just a really relaxing feeling. Um, I mentioned earlier that I do it at least 
once every three days. And I am, um, the session for Parkinson's is 30 minutes. So that's my commitment for my health uh, piece with this disease. But I will say that there, I like to also have an energy. There's a, there's a specific one that's for stimulating energy. And so that's a 20-minute session. So if I have time, you know, and I'm waiting for that 3 o'clock nap and I don't have time for that 3 o'clock nap and I'm in between uh, clients or, or phone calls, then I'll sit on it for 20 minutes. But, I, you know, it's very uh, safe to do daily. And um, it's sort of something that I gauge with my body. If I'm, if I'm sick, you know, I might sit on it longer or sit on it a couple sessions a day. And if I'm already, you know, doing deep meditation or I'm at a yoga retreat for the weekend, then I probably wouldn't miss the vibroacoustic session. But what's really convenient about this particular model is that for, you know, for $1,500, $1,700, you can buy it and it's in your home. So it really just becomes another piece of furniture for you if you don't have access to somebody like me who has it set up in, a, in an office setting. Well, this sounds like a quite a marvelous uh, therapy to me. Tell us again specifically the extent to which this helps give you uh, sustained relief from your tremor and your other mobility challenges. Would somebody actually uh, detect there's any evidence of Parkinson's in you when you're using this? Um, I can't. I can't say for sure if they would detect it in me, but what I can't tell you is that since discovering this fibroacoustic therapy in November, I have worked directly with people who have late onset uh, or, or, you know, have had Parkinson's disease for several years. So there are patients who have come in with uh, walking with a cane, barely able to move, who sit on the bed for an hour and get off and they forget they need a cane. Oh, wow. And can go two or three days. And that is really what inspired me to say, okay, well, let me journal my experience and really see how I feel it. So, um, you know, people who know me uh, kind of thought, thought, thought the same thing, like, oh, she's stressed out. So, yes, you know, it's very noticeable uh, to me that even people who could slightly tell once I mentioned to them, they said, oh, yeah, you know, I did notice, that, you know, when you were writing or uh, you know, just witnessing it, but they don't notice that anymore. So, no, there is no visibility. When I am uh, working on the vibroacoustics and doing the sound therapy, it is not evident that I would have Parkinson's disease to somebody looking at me. Holly, anybody that lives anywhere near Chicago is going to immediately want to know, how can I get in touch with Holly Hughes? I want to give this therapy a try. So how do they get in touch with you? Well, fantastic. Uh, currently, I am most readily available just to call me directly, and that number is 702-465-8211. And I also have a website that I keep updated with all of my projects, and that website is hollyhughes.info, H-O-L-L-Y-H-U-G-H-E-S dot info. So that's the best way uh, to keep up with me because I am working very actively uh, with some preventative health and doing some therapy, and I'm actually working with Focus on a Cure uh, for patients. Um, Ken Glowinki has actually had deep brain surgery for Parkinson's disease previously, and now he's going to need it for this other side. So he's actually one of the people who is in um, vibroacoustic therapy 
uh, along the same time that I am. So uh, it's very exciting to be in partnership with Focus on a Cure as well. Yes, and that's an activity that's uh, centered in Chicago. Is that right? Uh, it is. They're actually out of uh, Oswego, so they serve the Chicago area, and uh, that it's it's there. It's a regional group. So yes. Awesome. We'll be right back with Holly Hughes after this short break. I'm Robert Rogers. This is Parkinson's Recovery. You are listening to my previously recorded interview with Holly Hughes. Holly talks about this quite fascinating technology, which has obviously just been created and is causing quite a stir in the Parkinson's community. If you are planning on joining us on the cruise to Alaska for seven days, which leaves from Seattle on May the 3rd, you'll have an opportunity to actually ride the lounge, put those headphones on, experience that uh, binaural beat, which uh, is obviously helping Holly Hughes significantly. As Holly mentioned as well, you'll also have an opportunity to hear a presentation by Dr. Suzanne Jonas, who uh, is using that technology with her own clients and who has also created a CD specifically that contains all of the music medicine that is necessary for people with the symptoms of Parkinson's to be able to find relief from, from, from their uh, symptoms. So we've got not only, of course, Dr. Jonas, uh, but we've got Danny Loney, who is going to be introducing Tai Chi uh, to individuals. Danny has had Parkinson's for a number of years and has been able to become symptom-free by literally just practicing his Tai Chi on a daily basis. He now is an instructor of individuals uh, and teaches individuals, specifically those that have chronic conditions and Parkinson's, and shows uh, them how Tai Chi can be able to be an incredible vehicle for getting relief from symptoms. Of course, I'm there and will be doing what I do. Deborah Russell will be there talking about and experiencing with you multidimensional healing. We'll be doing family constellation work and the one umbrella theme for the entire cruise will be to offer everyone in attendance experiences you have never had before and exposure to new possibilities that you never imagined were possible. So we're here at the cutting edge. We're identifying everything anywhere that is providing sustained relief for individuals with symptoms of Parkinson's. It's obviously a multidimensional condition. And we're figuring out many, many different ways that people have figured out can provide them with sustained relief from symptoms and that offer the possibility that might also be helpful to you. So consider coming and joining us on the cruise. You're going to meet and join up with a large number of other individuals who are also, just like Holly Hughes, on the road to recovery. Now back to my previously recorded interview with Holly What other types of things have you been doing, uh, Holly, to be able to uh, get sustained relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's? Well, I'll tell you, the the best piece for me that I was working on before I knew I was diagnosed is nutrition. I have spent the last year and a half really cleansing and detoxifying my body from commercial food. And I did that really... um, I didn't have a dietitian or a nutritionist. I just really educated myself about the condition of food, the attitude that we have about foods. And I did it because of doing a training called Grace, A Woman's Journey to Wholeness. And I realized as a life coach and as an intuitive healer 
that this is really what holds a lot of women back and what keeps us kind of in this, this state of, of influx for so long in our lives is the body image that we have. So in aspiring expressive yoga dance, actually I was uh, challenged to uh, attend a belly dancing class by the Grace Weekend by uh, Krista Petty was her name at the time. She was a facilitator of this training and I and, and, and by the way, I'm very tall and bodacious, and if I'm in front of a corporate room, I have got it on. But when she said belly dance, my jaw dropped. <laughs> I thought, what is that? I, you know, I'm tall and lanky, clumsy my whole life. I thought, how will I be able to do this? But I did it because I was so committed to having that body image conversation leave. And in having that class, I was introduced to the gal who was teaching that class is also the woman who pioneered expressive yoga dance. And so here I am two years later, uh, one of the few certified instructors of expressive yoga dance, which actually does a lot of flowing moves and uh, visual um, talking while, we're, while, while you're actually doing yoga breath work. And it has that is what prompted me to also be in alignment with cleansing my body of uh, all the food pollutants and all the environmental pollutants. So I started doing just all natural um, detoxes, certain foods that I can eat for certain organs. Um, I did a gallbladder cleanse. I did uh, some liver cleanse and some blood cleanse, and I could physically see the difference. I actually was on a master cleanse, which I don't necessarily recommend for a lot of people. I did it for a spiritual uh, wholeness more than anything, but while doing that, uh, I had uh, my intuitive, Teresa Brandeis, recommend a gallbladder cleanse, and because I was under her care, I did that for, um, you know, it's about a week long of some nasty stuff that you have to drink that's all natural, but I passed almost 100 gallstones. That's how congested Ooh. my core was. My goodness. So having that experience, uh, probably that was probably May or June of last year, is really what prompted me to uh, really take on my health. And so what I started doing is I lived in this gorgeous little place in Las Vegas, and I would just have my goddess friends over, and we would cook decadent lunches in 20 minutes or less. It was all natural choices, as organic as we could get, but definitely nothing packaged, nothing canned. And we just learned about the foods that we're putting in our body. And and I will say, too, that I just recently um, watched the production Food, Inc., and what a wake-up call it is to really what's happening uh, in the commercialized food industry. And coming from a ranching background and living in, in central Illinois and, and having five kids, that we, we grew up on garden food, and I still feel that even in the balanced food and growing most of our food growing up, that I still am an environmental uh, uh, you know, evidence that your body just really can't take it. And so my big thing is to be that wake-up call for people. If I can educate them on one or two things that you can change in your diet to have an approach and, and just educate yourself about what you're putting in your mouth, it's no longer about choosing, quote-unquote, healthy items because a lot of these are grown with genetically modified seeds or pesticides that are put right in the seeds. And, and so we're just becoming part of that. Organic is really be, or, or homegrown, knowing the farmers around you, and, and doing it in such a way that you're creating a community. And so that is really 
um, where my passion was and still is, but I was already headed toward workshops that would incorporate how you move, how you think, and what you put in and on your body as the only three factors of health. And so these are workshops that you actually offer to people? Absolutely. I um, Basically what I do is I just put the word out that this is what I'm up to, and if uh, somebody says, hey, I've got ten... Ten people that want to have a workshop, then I fly out to their facility and, and incorporate that. And I also do one-on-one coaching for wellness coaching. And I do that with a very powerful um, mindset that I, I know that right now in my life, at 37 years old and what I'm exposed to, I have a true belief that through through disciplined diet. Now, I'm, I'm doing a little bit more extreme than what I coach. What I coach is do what's comfortable for you, and if you can make 20% of changes in your diet, you're going to see a difference. Because I have Parkinson's disease, I am making an 80% change. I am really doing raw as much as I can. I'm cutting out any chemicals. I'm cutting out as much as possible so that I can shift the cells in my body and shift how my body processes food because I know that's going to increase my circulatory health and my nervous health and all of these things. And I am doing that particularly with the guidance of a naturopathic physician named Dr. Marcus Lowe who has created a product line called Kivana. And when I saw Kivana, it was right about the same time that I was I developed my workshop, it was a bright light bulb that said, this fits, this is a product that I could endorse because I promised that I wouldn't endorse anything that was chemical-based or giving up food or, or creating another problem and, and, and replacing, you know, who knows, there's so many systems out there and everybody gets confused. This is straightforward, utilizing probiotics, utilizing Asian herbs, uh, creating a detox that is similar to chelation therapy, um, a core defense that uses the same mushrooms that we use for cancer prevention. Uh, and now, last week, we just announced a brand new system called Kivana Metabolic. And it is just an incredible uh, system. It is a meal replacement system, but it's a partial meal replacement system that, ha- that is under the guidance of another doctor, uh, Dr. Donald Lehman from the University of Illinois Champaign, which happens to be my alma mater, so I already, you know, pretend like he's my personal doctor. <laughs> and uh, it has been a fantastic experience to watch people embrace the fact that they can lose inches and pounds within a week and not give up their dinners and not give up everything that they're used to. So it's really been just a a powerful journey um, utilizing the yoga and the kivana and the mindset and meditation as a whole body approach to holistic health. How do you spell kivana? Q-I-V-A-N-A. Can people uh, learn more about that uh, kivana on your website? They can. I do have a link from my site, and they can also go specifically to my site, which is mykivana.com slash health goddess. So to be specific here, let's say that there's a support group in New York City, and they're sitting around and saying, well, what shall we do next month, and what activity shall we plan? One possibility would be to give you a call and say, Holly Hughes, will you come to New York City and give us a workshop uh, that will coach us on how we can get to some sustained relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's? You would say yes. Do I understand that right? Absolutely. That's a wonderful offer. 
Now, it sounds like given the state of your health, which is obviously excellent, uh, you're probably in a position where you're ready to climb mountains or do uh, incredible things. <laughs> Tell us about that, Ollie. You know, like, like, and like I mentioned to you, I, I certainly cried and I kind of had my shock uh, shock of what was happening in my life when I first started dabbling in August and September, but by October, I really accepted that there is a purpose here, Holly, and everything that you've been doing for the last two years and who you've met and what you're exposed to and what you've learned, and, and not only what I've learned, but possibly for the first time in 37 years, what I put into place immediately and created results in my health and in my life, here you go. This is your purpose. And so I really kind of embraced um, to be that advocate for Parkinson's disease and in this journey I have met through Ken uh, like I mentioned he's had DBS surgery and he is the featured uh, case for covering that in a documentary called 10 Mountains 10 Years and so this man named Enzo Simone is a professional mountain climber and he is an advocate for uh, finding a cure for Parkinson's and for Alzheimer's disease. And so in the name of Parkinson's research and Alzheimer's research and caregiver support, they, he goes out and he says, listen, there's this team called the Regulars, and we are going to climb 10 mountains in 10 years. And so after meeting him and hearing a little bit about the documentary, and I'm, I've, I've been pushing to get a sneak preview of this documentary, which I haven't quite gotten myself into. In knowing that, the final climb will be Mount Everest in 2015. Oh. So during the documentary, he actually features in 2009 their climb of Mount Kilimanjaro. And so we hear from regular people who have uh, siblings or parents or relatives who are suffering from the disease, and they have been trained in the course of the year by Enzo to climb a mountain. And these are just regular people that he climbs these mountains with. And so my son, who is now 11, and I committed as a family um, that I will stay on this path of holistic health and be healthy enough to climb Mount Everest in 2015. And, and sooner than that, in July, the climb this year is in New Hampshire, Mount Washington. So, so we're doing a little fundraising with Focus on a Cure right now and getting a group from Illinois. And, and I actually have uh, quite a group from the West who are, who are slowly but surely committing to, to do this climb with me. And it's really powerful to be part of such a movement that is creating awareness and, and real people who are out saying, I will do whatever it takes because it's, it's more than just the patients, as we know, the, the caregivers and the, the fatigue of, of what we go through and watching our families suffer. And, and quite frankly, that's a lot of my journey right now is, is just embracing every moment with my son and just being so grateful that I can move and I can speak. I notice that I'm, I'm singing every day because I... I can't imagine my voice being so shaky that I couldn't sing. And it's that type of, of positive thinking and doing the work that I'm doing that I insist that, that I will change the, the cells in my body and, and do whatever it takes to, to bring myself as, as much relief. And hopefully a lot of it, if it's environmental, I'll be able to kind of shift my experience. The documentary you mentioned, 10 Mountains, 10 Years, then is coming out here within the next year? 
Absolutely. I, uh, I, I called up our producer, Jennifer Yee, and I said, okay, how soon can I get this out? I, I want to do some screenings. I've, I've done some work with some other screenings and film productions here in Chicago. And she said, no, 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 no. Right now, they're submitting for this whole year of 2010 to many of the independent film festivals. Uh, so right now, they're in the process of that, and so we can't actually show it to the public until after it has been viewed at those festivals. So in Chicago, that festival is going to be in October, so I will certainly keep you posted because I will be, and, and in fact, I've already, I do get to have a private screening. A friend of mine is going to hold a private screening in his uh, home theater uh, in June so that we can do some awareness and fundraising for our walk in July and give people a pre-screening of of what the uh, film looks like and and who knows what it will uh, look like uh, when everything is really said and done. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm going to have to interview you so you can give us a preview of what we're going to see once yeah. it's finally released to the public. It sounds quite fascinating. It is quite fascinating and what's quite fascinating for me is that I've been able to meet these people one-on-one -on -one, and it for me has been just a uh, calling. I mean, to me, this is a universe in perfect harmony because as as much um, shock as there was to be able to meet Clint, uh, Ken in person and to, to actually, you know, be 100 miles uh, away from him in a transition, I had no idea I would be moving back to Illinois, but I really felt a calling to, to bring this vibroacoustic therapy to the people that I know in Chicago and to the energy and the... Uh, um, you know, people in Chicago are ready for holistic therapy, and they're ready for for what's next. You know, we're a very progressive city, and and I wanted to bring this to that energy. And so, the timing of meeting Ken and and quite frankly, watching him and his symptoms of Parkinson's is really what made it real for me. That it is up to me to stay dedicated to this therapy, to educate and and promote what's working for me in my life, so that people who are suffering, you know, even though he's had the, the DBS, he's now having the symptoms on the other side of his body, which is, is quite debilitating. And um, he's still working like a madman uh, day to day. And I just, I, I am honored to be in the presence of him and Enzo and, and uh, Suzanne and Regina, who are all really, really advocates for, for changing the experience of Parkinson's disease. What would you want to say to an individual who has just been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease? Uh, the first thing I'd want to say is relax, because it is true that this deep relaxation therapy is the number um, one relief for me. Um, I guess for me, too, it's so fresh for me that more than say anything, I, I would really just give that person a great big hug and let them know that there are a million people in the world, actually a million people in the States, four million people in the world who are diagnosed, many who are undiagnosed, but that we really are a, a community of caring, loving people. And if there is something out there to bring relief, to bring awareness, to bring uh, political change in how things are happening that that stay connected and and know what best serves you if it's the public policy if it's the caregiver and and for me it's the prevention it's the research for me right now in my youth and in my energy and in my 
uh, outlook on life, research is where it's at for me so that I can bring the latest technology of Dr. Lowe, of Dr. Lehman, of Dr. Jonas, so that people can hear what's going on. So what I would say to somebody who was just diagnosed is stay connected. Find a group that works for you, whether it's a regional group, whether it's Team Fox, whether it's um, uh, any other group that's out there, a lot of national groups, and really connect with people who will um, give you the information, and then you get to pick what serves you. And the second thing I would say is come to a workshop and and let me work one-on-one because it's really about partnership, not just with Parkinson's disease, but with life. Like it's really important at this time in my life, what I've noticed is it's about connection, getting, finding partnership and not just for celebrations, not just promoting, baiting us to lose weight, but to find a connection that doesn't say, oh, I know how you feel, but says, I'm compassionate with you, and I'm having this experience, and tell me about your experience. Deep listening and and learning how to communicate and be in relationship with people. Because unfortunately, in the, in the last several years, and possibly my whole generation here, we've, we've become disconnected. We've become a society that, it's, that um, you know, husbands and wives think they're having a conversation if they text back and forth. And... Uh, you know, it's it's really um, it, it's creating a, it's it's not good or bad. It's simply a something different. And what I encourage people who are going through any kind of physical ailment is to get connected, not only with other people but with yourself. You know, for me, it's it's lavender, it's hot bubble baths, it's sound therapy, it's quiet time, it's watching my son play and not feeling like I have to engage with him, but just to be witness to the fact that that's my connection in this world and that that if that's my only purpose is to create a, a better day for him, then I've served my purpose. And that's that's a really encouraging place for me to stand day to day. Is there anything else you'd like for listeners to know that you haven't talked about yet? Um, I, I think that the the biggest piece for me right now is to know that my goal and and who I am looking for to advance what I'm doing seamlessly is to be that advocate to the common person. So even though a lot of these therapies and what you're hearing is new and, and even in holistic and, and, and intuitive circles, people may, may or may not have heard of some of the therapies that I've talked about, my approach is very basic. I am the girl next door uh, who can come in and really adapt to the energy of the group. So if it sounds intimidating in this uh, interview, I just want people to understand that I take my time with the audience that I'm working with, and I never go over their heads, and I never bring in anything that does not serve the purpose and the needs for that group. So what I would want listeners to know is that if you have a special need and, and, and just a very basic need, and if it's as simple as coming in and having a good time cooking, and don't, Holly, I don't want to hear anything about the details of what it's doing to any of my organs. Just cook us a great meal and let us know what can be done. Then I'm happy to do that, too, because I'm really simply the mouthpiece for a lot of amazing vehicles that are available. Holly Hughes, tell people again how they can get in touch with you. 
You may phone me directly at 702-465-8211, or you may get in touch with me and hear about my projects and updates at my website, which is www.hollyhughes.info, H-O-L-L-Y-H-U-G-H-E-S.info. We're going to be uh, talking again and again, Holly, uh, because I need to find out about the uh, the preview of Ten Mountains in Ten Years, and I definitely have to interview you after you climb the mountain. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so let's make it an appointment. <laughs> Indeed. Thank you for your thank you for having me. I'm very grateful to be part of your uh, show. Well, thank you for doing this for everyone. It was a it was a delightful and an informative and a illuminating discussion. Over the last year, Holly Hughes has been diagnosed with early-onset Parkinson's disease. I'd like to acknowledge, however, that during the interview, very clearly, she is on the onset to full health and wellness. Parkinson's recovery is all about transforming how we think about what's happening to us. And clearly, there is a belief template out there, a false belief template, that once you're diagnosed with the symptoms of Parkinson's, it's destined that you're going to deteriorate and degenerate. It's not true. I had a thought form that because I was aging, it was going to be natural for me to have graying hair. And that's what began to happen until I stopped and questioned, wait a minute, graying hair, white hair. I don't really like that. I don't feel old, so I don't want to look old. So I began to go on a search, and I actually identified a supplement that's reversing my gray hair to its natural color, which is actually black. So the fact is, I've discovered that even that thought form, okay, when you get old, you're going to get white hair, is not true. Oh, by the way, if you want to know the secret, you can come to Jumpstart to Wellness. That's where I actually divulge and reveal the secret. It's my one giveaway for Jumpstart to Wellness. Now, there's another belief that I know I've had as well, and that belief is that eyes deteriorate. It's just natural. As people get older, we're not going to be able to see as clearly. We're going to need glasses that are stronger and stronger. We're going to get cataracts. We're going to all have perhaps glaucoma and all sorts of other miserable conditions. It's not true. None of that is actually true. After actually an aggressive and an extensive investigation, I've actually identified a natural antioxidant for the eye that, when applied on a daily basis, actually enables the eye to return to full health and wellness. This is such an amazing discovery. The research uh, definitively shows that this uh, natural uh, antioxidant uh, actually helps the eye heal itself. So if you want to know more about that, if you have the belief that, yeah, yeah, well, I've got a cataract coming on, doctor says it's inevitable, I'll probably have to have surgery uh, at some point here in the future, I'd like to invite you to be sure and listen to my radio program from last week. It's, uh, it's entitled Cataracts and Parkinson's Disease, but actually the program is about any eye problems, including double vision, tired eyes, dry eyes, you name it. The fact is that all of those can be addressed by literally giving the, bo- the body, and in particular the eyes, 
that natural antioxidant that's necessary to be able to enable inflammation to subside and the eye to heal naturally. Inflammation is really the source of all of those problems, and this particular uh, formula is uh, is one that actually helps the eye heal naturally. It works. Evidence is really quite incredible. So it's basically an alternative to, in this case, uh, cataract surgery, if the cataracts have not uh, been too uh, far advanced. So if you're having eye problems, uh, challenge the thought that it's inevitable that they're going to get worse. And listen to that program that I aired last week with uh, Jennifer Jones, who's a representative of the company that I've uh, discovered and found and identified as making this particular uh, eye drop uh, that really does work. It really, it really is successful. And again, the reason is because it, it really is natural and it allows the body to heal itself. There are no side effects. It's not FDA approved, but it really does work. Many doctors are actually recommending this uh, for their patients. We're also going on the cruise to Alaska, I want to remind you, and Parkinson's Recovery will be there in full force. We have a couple of days of, uh, full days of workshops, free workshops, where we're going to be giving you lots of different experiences, lots of different tools and ways that you can find relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. Uh, I can almost guarantee you that by the end of the cruise, you're going to be feeling a whole lot better and finding ways to get sustained relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's uh, as a result of the work that we're going to offer, but of course also as a result of a healing experience by basically uh, going up and getting close to the wonders and the glories of the Glacier Bay National Park, as well as all of the other cities uh, in Alaska that are special in their own right. Let me then be clear. The truth is that it is indeed possible to find sustained relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. Many people are doing it. We are documenting the reality of that through uh, my weekly radio program here on Thursdays at 11 o'clock Pacific time. You can uh, go on to the radio program page and listen to the, any of the previously recorded programs where I'm interviewing individuals who have Parkinson's and are telling their stories about what they've done to get incredible, and I want to say incredible and sustained relief from their symptoms. Some of the interviews with people are symptom-free. Some of the interviews with people are basically feeling a whole lot better. There's a full range. And, of course, the kinds of things that people are doing very significantly. What one person may find is the magical answer it may not be the same thing as somebody else. So listen to some programs, and you'll be convinced, as I am, that, yes, of course it is possible to be able to get sustained relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's by really engaging a road to recovery. If you'd like to have a summary or know more about all the discoveries that I've made over the course of the last three years in my interviews and my research that I've done with Parkinson's, which has been a full-time endeavor, I've summarized that in the book that I've just released entitled Road to Recovery from Parkinson's Disease. So you'll be able to see all of the summary of what I've discovered from the work that I've done, or at least the best of the best. If you want to get the detail, you can go back, of course, and listen to some of the radio programs and and uh, read a lot of the blogging that I've done on the Parkinson's blog. The main page for Parkinson's Recovery is www.parkinsonsrecovery.com. 
Much of what I do is out there publicly and freely available, so check in on a regular basis and you're going to get incredible ideas of action steps that you can take that will give you incredible, and I do want to say again, incredible relief from whatever symptoms you may be experiencing. May they be eyesight challenges, uh, digestive challenges, movement or mobility challenges, uh, depression challenges, emotional challenges. It doesn't matter what they are. There are so many possibilities of action steps that can be taken that really do work. It's amazing what's been developed just in the last six months, much less the last three years. So that's Road to Recovery from Parkinson's. You can get downloads of that, or you can uh, get the print book, uh, which you can touch and feel and hold, or you can actually get a, a download from that from the Parkinson's Recovery member website, where we have regular updates of information and meditations for people who are committed to being able every day to transform their thought forms about what is indeed possible. And this is Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery. That's what's happening on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that you are on the road to recovery. Good day. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.